to start my life as well. And it's very hard to do both. And then part of my dissertation is studying youth crime and sport. And that's where I got introduced. Well, I introduced myself to Michael, actually. I emailed Kickoff at Three and was wanted to know more about his programme and how, you know, everything, uh, just what he does and kind of just speaking to loads of different programmes like these just to help my research. And when he was speaking to me, I, my eyes just lit up. I was like, I can't leave this conversation and not do anything with him from now on. I was like, this needs to happen. And then, yeah, he made me an ambassador and here I am now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Brings it out of you, doesn't it, as well? Mm. Yeah. It's just... I speak to a lot of programmers. Obviously, everyone in this industry is just wants to help. It's a, you know, it's a very selfless industry, like industry as a whole. But oh, it just stood out. You know, everything he stood for, everything the event stood for. It's just, you know, just helping young people and really like from the soul as well. You know, he's a police officer and actually he's a bus driver. It's a completely voluntary organisation. You know, the effort they put in. I mean, Michael's on calls like every night, and and he was just talking about even for the uh, the events even though they're a voluntary organization they were still raising money for charities still supporting other things and and it, oh, it it's like what you said it, it's just good it's just such it's good vibes it, it really is it's amazing the ethos it's helping people it's just helping young people and also just giving them opportunity i mean the amount of opportunity he's given me already and it's kind of it's just giving back and I just find what I'm passionate about him as well. I like, you know, like that. Youth crime, youth violence, and how sport can work. It's a great way for me to be able to link in my sporting background. Mm. I, I've always wondered, why have I done this for 10 years? What is, <laughs> is this it? Is sport done for me? But no, it's like, it's the beginning. beginning and, well, let's go know, back to the beginning. Cool let's, well, let's go back to the beginning of you. Um, can everyone yeah. hear? Someone says, oh, they can hear us now. Thank you, Jason. Really appreciate that. And if there's any doubling up, please let us know if we are doubling up because I think... I can hear doubling up. So um, somewhere along the line, I'm going to... Oh, that's better, I think. Um, I'm really going to stop playing music and just do my normal shows. I think <laughs> I've decided. Um, they say nothing ventured, nothing gained, but I'm, I don't seem to be gaining, but we're, we're giving it a go. Um, so here, here we are. Take me to the beginning of you. Uh, yes. Um, well, it, it started off with swimming at home. In my family home, where, where, I, where I've been grew, grew up in Stroud, and I have always loved sport. I've mm. always just been, you know, just a hardworking athlete. I've loved it. I love what it's about, and I, s I just see the benefits growing up as a young as a young kid. It was just such a great outlet for energy, and you can achieve so much in sport. It can bring up, you know, your confidence so much. If you don't achieve that well in the classroom, it's another great way to do it. Right. Um, which is why, you know, this work with kickoff at three is so great. Right. Um, but where was I? Yes. Yeah, so I started swimming and then I got a scholarship down to a school in Devon, in, um, Kelly College, where I swam for four years oh, and really? loved it. I, I, I went to nationals and I was more of a regional swimmer. Was that I just, your passion I really though, to swim? Was that your passion? Oh, I loved it. Oh, I loved it. I wanted to go to the Olympics and my parents are so, I mean, my dad has still never missed a match to this day. No, generally, generally this school was four hours away. <laughs> but it, it was, it was, it was, it was great. And then my coach, um, a swimming coach at the time, saw that I looked a lot like his niece, who was in the GB rowing team at the time. I was like, do you know what? I don't think you're going to make it as a swimmer, but I think you really could do well as a rower. Do you so think that's because you look like his niece? Well, yeah, I was like physically, because there's like a certain criteria, you've got to be quite tall and yeah. you've got to, you know, so he, he just started training me for 12 weeks. It was, it was quite 12 weeks. I, I think I 
did like 15k in one day I think that's more than I've ever erged since so on the rowing machine (laughs) but he just trained me and I went to so in the December 2015 I went to the British Indoor Rowing Championships after that 12 weeks and I came second but I did really well we got like the record the girl who won was just an animal hold on 12 weeks of training yeah I know never done it before and then came second I know but that's the beauty of rowing it's because if you've got the foundation as an athlete you can just get on it and all you need to learn is the technique and you're going <laughs> uh, so yeah you can't hear your guest bow you can't hear your guest mm. so I can hear you but they say they can't hear my guest is very low um Guys, I've tried tried to turn it up. I've done everything possible. I will try again um, because she has just got a wonderful story to tell. All the levels are here. Can you hear my guest now? Is that all right there? Yeah, I'm hoping. Someone will give me a feedback right now. Your guest is very low. I don't know why because I can hear it tremendously. Should I just shout? Yeah. They said we can hear us both clearly now. They oh, can perfect. hear clearly now. We're on the air. Right, okay. I love that. We're back <laughs> on. I told you. I told you. I had banter, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, always. I so love. I miss my 12 o'clock slot. But anyway. Yes, this is what I think is amazing. So let's go back again because some of the people said they missed out on what, you know. So Georgia said that, you know, she started swimming from the age of. Oh gosh, I mean, infant swimming lessons and then yeah. high level from uh, when I went to Kelly, so 11. Oh wow. I was, yeah, was no, I was accolades? training like. Oh really? So what was the accolades that you got from the age of 11, getting noticed and then someone then comes and tells you, I don't think you're going to quite make it. Yeah, well, I I wasn't offended. I mean, I was I was fifteen. I was like, yeah, why not? I, you know, I I was so open to it because I I love I love I love new things, and I also realised, you know, fifteen, you're quite you're quite mature. You you know yourself. Yeah. And I realised that I wasn't going to make the Olympics in swimming, and that was always my dream. And and I I I just wasn't doing very well. Okay. <laughs> very well. So I was looking. For I'm making else. that pity face for you. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm really bad. <laughs> it wasn't bad, but yeah. it just it, swimming's a very unique sport because you I know love some, swimming. I love it as well. But for like high level swimming, you peak really young. Yes, you've yes. got like sixteen year olds at the Olympics. Yes. It's quite, it's quite. It's, and it's, it's an everyday thing. Older. Well, just mm. you know, before we go on a bit more, give me a bit of insight into the swimming because the techniques. Because I mean, I, I know I'm saying this is not a black and white thing because I do know they're black swimmers because. I have a massive fear of water, but I love swimming. I love water. Well, yeah, but I the statistics everything. don't show that as I well. Know you know, doesn't. it's 95% of black adults and 80% of black kids, which is why we're doing this one off at three. Because yeah, it's don't just you so say no more. We're going to come to that. Okay. Don't give away my secrets. <laughs> swimming as a whole, it's, you know, it's, firstly, it's a life-saving tool. Yes. And, you know, secondly, it's enjoyable and it's great fitness. But as an athlete as well, swimming... You've got your four strokes, you can do relays, you can do it, you can be a team athlete, you can be an individual athlete, you can range from 50, no, 27 second events to like 18 minutes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't want to do that. But... It's a lot of dedication. <laughs> oh, what was the, what's the dedication level? Well, I always told myself that swimming was just the most dedicated sport out there. Nothing could ever beat it, but I was wrong. Um, but it's, you know, eight, eight, uh, 5.30 wake-ups to get into the pool for, you know, six till eight. Um, and that's quite a generous slot sometimes I remember waking oh, up did and, you say six in the morning to eight and then we we, we could complain that we can't get but seven I know <laughs> I'm awful now I'm awful literally <laughs> but yeah so we used to I mean I think my dad used to wake up at 4 30 to take me you know so we'd get to poolside for five and I'd wake up it it's four hours a day pretty much looking at six days a week it's really it's intense and even at a young at a young age it, it can get really because you've got to get your hours in yeah, but also you look you look forward to it as well because your teammates are there. It's good vibes. I think you know, and I, I, I won't go. We'll come back to that in a minute because then I can give you my synopsis of trying to swim and how pathetic <laughs> I looked and how shameful I was. But you know, without anyone laughing at me because I kind of felt like a dumpling and I felt I wasn't gonna. I floated like a. Like I feel a, like that now. <laughs> 
<laughs> you because like up at Bath, it's obviously yeah. Olympic facilities. So you've literally got Olympic swimmers going off, and I'm just there like, <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> I promise I used to be good. <laughs> so there you are. So what was the age that this guy, um, you know, who spotted you and said, yeah. even though you're a great swimmer? You so know. it was Robin Brew when I was ah, 15. Okay. 15, yes. Yeah, so he um, he went to the Olympics himself. Yeah, so his I know the name, yes, Robin Brew. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, so he, he, yeah, I mean, he changed my life. He gave me this opportunity. And then I went... Um, but I was out in Lanzarote actually when he told me I was on a training camp because that's another beauty of sport is you go for warm weather training camps yeah, um, yeah. and that's when he started getting me and then we came back into the UK and I just kept on training loved it trained in this little shed but I had this little princess key one of the summers gave me it was like princess on it and I used to just you know it was really I still have it, it was you know I'm going to start really calling you princess moment. Georgia don't you oh I know <laughs> join the queue <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> I love it. But yeah, and then I was at the event and GB Rowing were there because it's a great place for them to talent ident- identify athletes. And one of the, uh, the junior coach, there's only one centre in the UK that's specifically for 16 to 18. It's now a university as well. So mm. when it was before, but it's, you can go and become a full-time athlete for rowing at 16. Um, and that's actually in Gloucestershire. So I was suddenly four hours away from home and I was literally moving down the road. So he told me, he, he said, you're, you're good. Do you want to start? Do you want to join the GB Road programme? Let's get you tested first. Yeah. Come out on the water the next. So I went down to, I went back home, yeah. was out on Gloucester Canal, the literally the Sunday morning. I was like, don't get a rest day. And he was like, no, I'll see you tomorrow morning. And I was like, okay. Uh, I told <laughs> so, you, I knew it was intense. <laughs> Yeah, and I fell in. No, no, I didn't fall in that session actually, but I did fall in every session for the next like forty. Um, but so it's a good start, and then you know, but um, I'd be yeah, it, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, so he, he told me, and he he just literally in the space of a week, I'd suddenly joined the GB Start program told my old school that I was leaving and got my place sorted at Hartbury College. So tell people, what is the GB programme, the GB Start programme? What is actually that? So the aim of it is to identify talent and then recruit. But the beauty of it is that there's 12 centres in the UK. So, for example, Bath, Twickenham, London, um, Bath, Twickenham, Hartbury and, and Cardiff, you know, all over. They're mainly based in their universities. And they give you a GB coach. You get obviously free gym membership. You get given a boat and blades, which you know costs a lot of money. The program was um, the program was made to rowing was traditionally a very private school sport, so the program was made to allow the ninety five percent pretty much of kids who don't go to private school to take part in rowing. I like um, that. Yeah, which is great, and because you know that blue boat's like eleven thousand pounds, so mm. okay, that's a good boat. So it was just given this but I didn't know what a rowing boat was when I first turned up I don't know what I expected but I didn't expect that it was massive <laughs> and then I had to row back bigger than you well. yeah I can't I mean, people know my driving I can't steer back because in the in rowing you go backwards so you're having to check you know behind you so it's quite the sport but um I've forgotten the question but no, no I, I say what is GB start sorry <laughs> oh GB start yes they give you the, this GB this boat all the equipment you you just get trained to become this athlete. athlete yeah. You get trained because to become an elite athlete. Oh, it's amazing. But not only do you get given all these things, it's the personal, it's the personal attributes as well that you gain, the time management, resilience, determination. I said before that I thought that swimming was the highest, hardest commitment sport. Well, no, rowing. <laughs> it's, we're talking three sessions a day. Now, when you were rowing, did you row by yourself or were you part of a team? Because that takes a lot of connection. It's timing, yeah. isn't it? So the GB Start program actually train you in um, individual boats, so the single skulls, and that's purely so that you gain the confidence. They realised, I think, that um, club rowing, obviously to save on resources and stuff, you just get put in a, in a quad, which is four, or an eight, which is eight people. And that's a much easier way to coach and become and become a well to learn how to row really yeah. but the quickest fastest best way is in a single skulls because you just gain the confidence because yes. it's you know you're literally like falling. <laughs> <And> <laughs> so, then, yeah. I mean I fell in over a hundred times it's just a, my mum's was worried I was going to get Viles disease <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
I remember her asking my coach if I needed an injection or something. <laughs> Where were you rowing? Because like when I see I was the, rowing the lakes that everyone's on, it's like oh gosh. I mean, they're the nice ones. This was Gloucester Canal. Yes, yeah, so we've got dead cats. Oh. Dead. Oh, really? Sorry, quite the breakfast show. <laughs> I know. I know. Everyone's eating breakfast as well. Um, but then I moved to Bath, and Bath actually a very nice canal. It's much. It is much nicer. So it's just wherever there's water, really. And then I've rowed. Nottingham is oh Nottingham. <laughs> Your face. That's where the uh the starts and yeah. um, training camps are held seven times a year. And it's quite the experience going up there. It's just dark. And do you yes, think but... they put you in those lakes so that you say to yourself, I'm not falling in there? I'm just saying that psychologically. Oh, I've fallen in them. <laughs> but, but maybe. <laughs> Because I'm saying it, it as a scaredy cat. Now, I'm supposed to be positive to make sure that other children and any other parents that have children, and here I am speaking to you going, oh, my God, no. <laughs> I remember actually falling in. It was like January time, and I fell in, and I was learning how to row because I, I, once I got put on the – once I got said that I could join the programme, hmm. they started just training me in my holidays whenever I'd come home, and I really enjoyed it, so I'd come home on the weekends and just – my parents, well, obviously I was – bit younger so they were in communication my coach and yeah like, George is coming home this weekend and he'll be like great let's get her out and remember one time the I fell in about 10 times my hair was freeze like icicles were on and I was just there like so con he was like yeah keep going one more time oh he was like next time you fall in you can go back in and I was like yeah, <laughs> oh <my laughs> yeah okay. um, but no, it's all that is a, yeah. that is a serious commitment so after it's the all first time, so was it 12 weeks? So you did all of that, um, 12 weeks. Oh, but that was the funny thing is because after that, I was told then not to row until I come to Hartbury because you have to have the right technique. Oh my and God. obviously I wasn't being coached one-on-one. -on -one, so I needed to then wait until the summer holidays where I could, well, September really, where I could start at Hartbury. Yeah. So the, the rowing journey was really put on hold, but it was, it was for the best. I needed to get my GCSE. So being a full-time swimmer and rower whilst doing my GCSEs wasn't the best idea so I put everything on hold of it while I did my um, my exams so oh, it was actually good timing so you did your exams by this time yeah. how, how old are you now 17 17 no 16 16, yeah. 16. and so you're training 16 when that ended and then they came back into you went straight into competition right yeah, well, yeah, so my rowing journey was very unique. I've never met any. I was talking about yes, this in an interview, yes, actually, the other yes. day, because um, I've never quite met anyone with my journey. But this is what GB Start's all about, is it's, it is actually that quick development. I mean, mm. Helen Glover became an Olympic. She won the Olympics after four or five years of rowing. It's very, it's very quick moving. Yes, it, it, if you have that foundation as an athlete, a lot of athletes um, do two sports. It's very, very common. A lot of my teammates went from swimming to rowing and a lot of people, you know, go from uh, cycling to bobsleigh or, yeah. you know, or so yeah, people move like a around a lot. isn't it? It's weird. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I started basically trained for like 11 months, really high level. I was told you had, we had kind of like rules and standards and as, you know, GB rowing, as the coaches set for us, there were certain things we had to do to be very high level athletes and, you know, if you don't do these, we have to do like morning monitoring and training diaries and everything that most people don't have to do at 16 years old. So we were thrown into this very elite level, very young, but I just jumped on board. I mean, I loved it. I loved the elite mentality. So 11 months later, 10 months later, I was selected for the top crew for Hartbury. So I, um, I, yeah, I raced at Henley Royal Regatta and we won. And then I represented England after 11 months, <laughs> which was wild. Did you hear yeah, that, that, folks? folks? Did you hear yeah, the, the energy? energy. She, she spoke, spoke about, about it. it. And, and that's, that's what I know. I really <laughs> did. So, so you did, did the GP, GP you've gone to the Olympics. And, and then... Well, no, no, not gone to the Olympics. Well, it was like home country. So it was like, right, you know, okay. just... It was England, Wales. It was yeah. England, so it was great. Oh, it was great. It wasn't GB, but it yeah, was yeah. England, which was really great. How, how far did that take you? Tell people how far it is. Because are you still with GB stuff? Where are you now? So I'm not with GB start anymore. So... It was quite a bumpy three three years after that, really. I, so, rowing is so, um, it's hard on the body. And, you know, on the, on the mind, it's a really intense sport. 
and I became part of the uh, injury rehab club for my two years at Heart <laughs> But you know what? It taught me so much about myself as well. And, you know, while I was, while I was injured and, and couldn't row, I still did amazing things. I joined the UOTC, which is the Army Officer Training Corps when I got to uni. And I did amazing events with that. I um, did Cambrian Patrol and I became the first ever all-female team to get a silver medal for the Army, which was really pioneering the whole change of infantry women being allowed in the infantry so I still did amazing things and I think that taught me that you can achieve great things yes. when it's not actually in rowing there's a life outside of rowing which that really then kick-started for me the decision to just just stop my body's my body had done it's telling you to and stop. I yeah 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 yeah, How, yeah 100%. Was, it, was it really that was any serious injuries that even if you wanted to go back you couldn't um I could if I wanted to I think, I think I've gone as far as, as I can. can. Where, Where can, can I go, I go now? now? What, what can, can I take, I take that, that experience and go somewhere else? It was definitely, it was pretty serious. I, I you know, I, I got told that let's leave it here. You're so young still. And I want, I want a career in the police and the army. And you've got to pass, you've got to pass medicals for that really. Yeah, and if yeah. I got to a certain point, I wouldn't pass them anymore. So for me, it was a decision of as much as I wanted to go to the Olympics, I actually really, I really want a, good, a career a really cool you know yeah, yeah 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 so I just decided I'm gonna leave it here and, and yeah I mean I was so scared I, I was I've been a lappy for 10 years I'm now what do you I'm do not now? one of the yeah was like, literally so I I just for the first time I prioritized my academics because obviously being an athlete and I, I'm not I'm not Einstein I really I have to work very very hard so when I went to Hartbury mm. I actually did A levels three days and then decided to, take, to do a BTEC yeah but I mean I still worked really hard I, I got the top BTEC award at Hartbury College it's my greatest academic but I you know I still try and I work I really I got hard. dirty laugh. I know, me too. I get But yeah, so I did that for three days, which was great. Yeah. Um, but then I obviously went to uni and I, the, the degree I chose was sports performance. So it allowed, it, it was created because obviously Bath is a high level performance centre. It was created so that high level athletes could also get a degree. Um, so it was, I mean, I went to the open day and I went with my parents and there were four different um, sporting degrees. We had the sports and exercise science, which is the, the you know the cleverest one. I know it's not yeah, a word, but yeah. yeah. And my dad was like, "That I want to do that. If I was doing uni again, I'd want to do that." And I was like, "No, not for me." And then we went to sports and social science, and my mum was like, "You're doing this one, George." I was like, "I'm not, but okay." <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then we went to this, in your head. It's like. It's like yeah. Hello. Hello. and then we, yeah literally I was like yeah okay I'll do that channel you throughout the whole three years and then we went to physical active health and apart from the most gorgeous lecture I've ever seen in my life it was not for me and then I've never seen him since it's just gutting and then I went to Did you just uh, and then we the went lecture to was really gorgeous oh have you ever watched Team Wolf <laughs> he looked like Derek Hale. I know some of my friends are listening. I, I've described him before. That's terrible. <laughs> Listen to us. It's I know. Like I was like, <laughs> so I was like, oh, it's very massy. So I might yeah, not yeah. do that. And then we had to sports performance, and you know, they, it was the. They said, I think the line that drove me in was that this is the only degree where you're allowed to eat in the halls because you're athletes, so you need to be. In I was like, yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> this is the one for me. Oh, so you were shouting yesterday. yesterday. I'll have it medium rare. rare. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm just because I'm still an athlete, it's still yeah. to eat like one. Sorry, that's, <laughs> that's my, my last, last memory of you. <laughs> I thought I do. So you've got this, this, you know, this degree. You studied, and yeah. um, you've, you've done, done that, that now, haven't you? you? You're finished. Well, no, actually, no. That was that was quite my story. Yes. No, sorry, I'm still doing it. Yes. No, I did the two years yeah. as, and then I, and so it's two years of like a foundation degree. And then the second year is actually a, a BSc. So it's a, it's a proper um, bachelor. bachelor of science. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I started September and I had great, well, over my the summer, I was like, oh, I'm going to do some cool things with this dissertation. I was really like, I want to, I really want to do youth crime. Yeah. And with my sporting background, it was obvious that sport was going to be part of it. And it's actually specifically on mentoring, you know, that, that role model and having someone there, because that's also very topical at the moment. Amazing. Yeah, so I, uh, I was just <laughs> I was playing around with ideas and started in September. And obviously, 
the first Monday came about and I was at home from 9am instead of in the gym and from six till three. So I suddenly realized I have a whole day to do work. <laughs> so, so I got a job. I joined, joined, you know, joined the gym again. And yeah, I've become, you a, life life. Back, I've, I've I've become a normal, life. Yeah. but not back. It's, it's a new life. I've created this new world for myself. It's amazing. The How opportunity. Was the what was the track? Because I mean, being an athlete, um, yeah, but we can't, oh God, someone is still telling me they can't hear my guests. I don't understand it. Can everyone in the chat room hear my guest? Everyone is saying they can hear my guest socially, but it looks like my app, they can't hear my guest. And I don't know why. You can hear me. Oh, is it only off of your app? I've done everything. I've turned the app up and I'm really sorry, guys out there. The other guys can hear me socially. On social media, they can hear us, but they can't seem to hear you on the app. Sorry, radio injection. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, do you know what? I'm glad you said it and not me. Do you know what I mean? But we're going we're to keep trying. Hopefully, they don't yeah, pick us up. So they my guests, they, you know. But everyone else is giving me thumbs up over and socially so they can see it out there. But we do apologize, Injection Radio. But we're going to try. I'm going to try and turn her up a bit more. Otherwise, I'll be peeking. So, all right. Anyway, because this story is really, really good and I love it. So, here we go. Right, let's, let's go, go back, back to where we are. Traumatizing everything. So I got told the other day that I'm a great storyteller. I, I think it got to my head. Because it's a different transition. I'm going to bring it up to Michael. So here you are. And really, how did you get approached? How did you meet them? Because that's random. Oh, so I mean, welcome to my life. I mean, stuff really sometimes just does happen. So basically, it was like a Friday, like five weeks ago, a month. I mean, I'll have to go back to my first ever phone call of Michael because I'm, I'm not sure how long it's been now, but about five weeks. And I was still date. I was still doing collection data. I was still collecting data for my disc. And I had these participants, obviously, because I'm working with quite a niche set of people, it's really hard to find people. And not only is it really hard, when I do finally get their numbers, they then don't want to talk to me because, <laughs> you know, because why would you? Um, so I, I, I got like, I got missed out on some, some interviews didn't turn up and I was Friday and I was just in the shower, like, oh, my life is over. My dissertation, I'm not going to do it justice. I'm failing. I was like, oh gosh, I was just, I really, I threw a pity party for myself. I mean, anyone will tell you that. <laughs> Believe me, I have those moments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I deserve it. So I came back on Monday morning and my le- my old lecturer pointed towards um, me, uh, this guy called George Lavender, who runs football. Oh, I want to get it right. It's like Football Chance Foundation. It's, oh, it's incredible mentoring program. And he also does loads of work out in Zambia. And he, uh, my lecturer pointed me towards him and saying that he actually might not only, yeah, he, he's a great person to talk to basically. So I was going, I had a meeting prepared with, uh, with George, but at the same time, I was started just to scroll through who he follows on Twitter, just to see if he followed any other like-minded programs, you know, the smaller ones yeah, where they don't work yeah. with a huge amount of people. And literally the second one down was kick off at three. And I was like, what is this? I went onto the Twitter and I was like, oh, loves to tweet. We are not laughing. That is not true. Loves the tweet. So I then went onto the website and I saw that he wants to be a police officer. And I was like, oh, well, so do I. So I was like, this is a great way to email in. You know, I'll be like, you know, I love the program. I really want to speak to you because I did, I mean, I really wanted to learn more. I, I love hearing about these programs and how they're all so different and unique. And this one looked great. All the stuff they do. So I was giving it, typing away. And literally half an hour later, I get a phone call and I'm like, hello, <laughs> it's Michael. And and then we arranged a chat for um, for the next day on Zoom, and that that was where he told me really. And and generally, I just fell in love with it. I I've always wanted to to get involved with work like this. I've I've always wanted, but I've never had the the. I know that you should make your own opportunity, but I've never found the right organisation. I've spoken to about fifty programs, emailed loads, but this one it was just so different and. It's just such a community. And Isn't it, it yeah, just? It really is. Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, like, it's so, so welcoming. welcoming. 
you know, from the time you see autism and you know, in, in the beginning it can be overwhelming because you're like, oh my god, this is not what I. But, but it's yeah. embracing. I was like, should I be in yeah, should I, things? Am I helping? Right. This is the thing. I was like, can I actually give anything? Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, I really want to help. I appreciate it if you just want to tell me that maybe in a few years. <laughs> but no. Same thing. Same, same thing. But, but I, it's, it's overwhelming. overwhelming. But, but at the same, same time, when you see the good that each individual within that infrastructure from kickoff at three and what the police are trying to get involved in and everything, it just fills me with a lot of hope. And, Me too. and I know. just, I thought it was just so relevant as well, you know, the whole community trust, I mean, everything going on at the moment, it's mm. more important than ever. And it's just, you know, what he was about, yeah, it is the, it is the police and we're trying to bring it to even in Somerset at the moment, it's something that maybe I can bring with me, you know, yeah. whichever police force I end up joining, but it's just so much more than that as well. I remember him telling me the, um, the story about, he does, he, the last kickoff at three event for COVID was for leukemia charity. And, um, because um, there's a lack of, there's you're more likely to die of leukemia if you're yeah. black and ethnic minority because the right. blood, yeah, the the lack of donations, donations and how right, someone yes. donated and then you know got a phone call and was the opportunity to save someone. Like, how right. brilliant was that? I, I, read I read that story. That story. <laughs> so, so I, well, I can't put this phone down, Michael. I was like, I really want to help. I was like, well, I don't do football. I was like, I'm sorry. I, my, the, um, I nanny a few children and they love football and they, they teach me everything, but I really am quite useless. Um, so I try, I mean, I just do the running out. I just do the running up and down and just trip over the ball instead, you know, just a football injury. But you and, can um, bring the swimming, swimming to the, to the table. table. So and the rowing. And yeah. the rowing. So now, because so you've, you've got kick off at three, you've got kick off at tip off at three, and spin off at three and run at three. There's all these beautiful things that they're incumbent in, in terms of sport. So it's not just, Football, football which is the beauty, beauty. You, you are now going to be bringing what to the, the table, table with swim off at three, three. Tell, tell me a bit more. so we're it's a bit it's a bit bigger than swim off at three really and it, it's a lot of it's a lot of moving parts so it, it's the aim is to almost create like a water festival of sorts Ooh. because basically there are so many sport so many sports that you cannot do if you don't row and that's and I um, mean, if you don't swim, sorry, there's so many sports you can't do if you can't swim. Yeah. And there's that's, that's <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, rowing, that's the most important <laughs> thing in the world. <laughs> but, um, and if you don't have the, if you don't learn how to swim and don't have the opportunity, you're never going to, why would you know what rowing is? Kayaking. And so the whole point is just to get every, just a lot of people have had really horrible water experiences. And the British, the Blacks, Swimming Association have, we, we attended a great presentation the other day and I'm going to put the slides off on my Instagram actually later because they really paint a very black and white picture of the statistics of, you know, deaths by drowning and the people, the percentage That's of- quite worrying actually. actually. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was terrifying. Yeah. So when they told us this, it was like, okay, we need to actually really do this. I mean, it's enough chatting about, about it, but this is actually really important. So- the event is going to be, you know, just at a water place, get people in swimming, but also have sports like, you know, I'm going to have GB Start there to test athletes. So the GB Start Centre, the GB Rowing is going to have a coach and the testing to test these athletes at the side of football tournaments, basketball, obviously the swimming events. We're going to hand like flyers out just so that people can get 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 to know. I mean, British rowing. Yes, yes. You could if you after you saw how quickly I developed into right, a good athlete. Right. I got a letter from Harvard in the post for a full scholarship opportunity. It, it's generally Did that. You say Harvard. It, yeah, wow. yeah, and loads of other universities as well. And it's just such an opportunity that I mean, no one knows about. GB Star. If you pull a good uh, at British rowing indoor championships, you have this opportunity, and it's and diverse. And it's, and it's definitely, definitely diverse, diverse because, because we, we want, want it's, it's got, got to have well yeah that's the point diverse. is it's not the yeah it's not and that's what we want that's i think should be very nice to start again and start the recruiting again and go into the community areas and the grassroots areas because they're missing out on some fantastic fantastic athletes like we've seen from the kickoff at three they get the scouts to turn up yeah. to yeah. scout footballers because yeah. yeah. i mean why wouldn't you they're amazing you know people literally brilliant. get scouted yes 
even the basketball. This is just another opportunity to do that. Yes, exactly. Yes. yes. So this is GB Rowan's opportunity to also scout and you know hopefully um we'll also get people talking about British kayaking and I mean scuba diving and you know I mean a, a, a water polo I was talking about the other day. I love just that. all these amazing water sports that you you will never do if you can't swim. But, but then, then, you know, yeah, again, again so I'm, 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 I'm going to speak, speak from it from um, the, 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 so the, the people, people of colour, black, black people starting on the side of things. I know that they like it. I know. But it's, it's, they, they probably think, think that it's so elite, elite and above them that they, they wouldn't. So they'll watch it or they'll just turn a blind eye. And yeah, it be that's so what we're trying to change. That's what I, so I'm saying it out loud to everybody. You know, it's beautiful to have Georgia on here because she's letting you know that this is an open opportunity. Yeah, because it's just, you're not creating, I mean, not everyone needs to be an athlete. It's, mm. it's just fun. Swimming's fun. Yes. You know, being in the water and being able to do it as a family and swim, it's, it, it's like going out on a family walk. Yeah. But a family yeah. swim. And it, and it's just, it's just fun. It and it, it, that's the thing. It's also got a very persona about it. It's very elitist. Yes. You know, um, yes. but we also that, that's that what narrative. happens when sports. That narrative. How Privileged difficult sports, is it? which are a lot of single sports. How difficult, as I say to you, how difficult it is, because I've got eight, on the on the app itself, on the radio, it will go off in about five minutes. I'll shut that down, but we'll okay. continue talking on the social. Okay. Um, so to okay. every, anyone that still can hear us on the radio.com, uh, Georgia Martin is still here with us, and you're going to lose us in about seven minutes because someone else's show goes straight after hours. The love, the beauty <laughs> of Facebook and YouTube. No one can stop, stop us because it's like right on show. Yeah, we can carry on. So, <laughs> so just in case you hear me, stop in the middle, talk and say bye-bye to the guests. You might want to put a limit on it. Yeah. I'll talk all day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> but I'm going to say it before I get off it. So hang tight there. So to everybody out there in on www.injection.com radio, I hope you did get to hear. I've had a messages and people have been ringing me and saying, oh, my guest is too low. Um, I, I, I couldn't combat that. We've done everything possible. We've sound checked. Um, we've tried everything. Um, so I'm hoping that you did pick up what Georgia, because her message was really good. And the only thing I can suggest is we'll get this show with the full audio and we'll put it back up on Injection Radio if you really want it. If it's of interest to you guys, then we'll put it up on InjectionRadio.com. Um, thank you to all the listeners that tuned in on InjectionRadio.com to all the Injection Radio. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to bring my brand of sports to your airwaves. With that said, I would bid you speed, have a wonderful day and breathe in positivity. Don't forget the football's on today, the rugby's on today, F1 testing is still on. There is swimming actually going on and athletics, but that's for another day. Please check them all out on either on BBC iPlayer, you'll check them on BBC Two, and BBC One today, the rugby is coming to the finalities. Check it all out. Sky Sports F1 testing again with all for the upcoming season of 2021 Formula One. And I just, as I, I want to say all of that, and I'm going back to my lovely Georgia to finish this conversation. Just to say out in the chat room, quite a few people joined us earlier, which they're probably, you know, uh, Macca and Anne Connolly, and uh, good morning to everyone, Clinton, Grant, Joe. I don't know if they're all still there, but I just saw them flashing up on the screen. But thank you to all those people that did join us in the chat room today. Uh, as you can see, Georgia's got a beautiful, beautiful sunny disposition, beautiful background, how could we not? It's a shame that everyone at InjectionRadio.com can see that. But just want to say love to you all and God bless you. And back to the social media right here. Georgia, sorry about that. I just had to say thank you to all the listeners on InjectionRadio.com. They're a very unique radio station. I, I don't think they have anyone doing the sports. And fortunately, I've been... <laughs> Wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> I sound a bit like kick off at three. You know what I mean? I mean yes, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to go back to my um, as the end of the month. So I'm enjoying all of this and bringing a whole new different audience to injectionradio.com. And so at the end of March, it will stop. So I'm only doing this for another two weeks on the radio, and then I'm going back to my twelve o'clock slot. Um, just interviewing so I don't have no more technical I can't do the whole technical it's it's not that I'm a defeatist I'm not giving up I just prefer just being 
been there, done yeah. that. And being there, done <laughs> yeah. it, and I'm going to go back to what I know best and have Absolutely. The, the proper support. So goodbye to everyone on Injection Radio. Um, thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next week if Godspeed. And I'm going to bring it right back here to us on a beautiful the Breakfast Board Show with me and Georgia. So, Georgia, here we are with your Here Now Kickoff at Three as an ambassador and a wonderful team around you. How are you finding COVID? Because even though you've been roped in, that must be difficult. So what are you putting in place? So, yeah, it's honestly frustrating because you want to be running events and, and the kids, they want to go to the events as well. Yeah. And, the, and the parents want to do it. And, they're good vibes, aren't they? You've got the music going on, you've got everything. So it is a, it's really annoying. But mm. obviously everything's been, you know, it's not like, oh, poor me. <laughs> it's not that. You know, I think I'm the last person. Any... <laughs> but, yeah, this, uh, um, but yeah, so we are, we are planning. We've got events in the diary, actually. I'm not sure if they've gone out yet but they're in my diary yeah, so i think i've yeah, cancelled yeah, the summer yeah. holidays this year because i just I want to go to them i mean they're amazing and um, so yeah they're going to be i'm oh, sorry go on you're going to say no no they're going to be the ones in uh london for the moment um the tournaments but obviously the police forces will probably be doing their their local ones hopefully and and go back to their training sessions because they're, they're just really important it, i can't wait for that so i'm going to spin it yeah, back really let's fun. go back just a little bit now your passion is so you want you want to you know work as you are working as an ambassador there's some wonderful ambassadors um mm. at kick off yeah, yeah and i'll get down to some of them again hopefully um your passion is that when you're finished studying is to do what so i want to join the police um yes yeah, so I don't want to put any more pressure on myself I've got my exams coming up soon so <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell everyone because I remember one of my friends I was advising with him and he was like oh gosh what if I don't pass I've told a few people well now I've told now, the radio you've so now told, <laughs> trust me, no this is not the radio this is actual the live stream <laughs> Facebook YouTube you so for anyone who didn't told... know wish me luck so yes but obviously you know so so yeah, I've got I've got them coming up, and there the hope is to um, to join the police. Yeah, so Leicester, I'm doing my exams with. So we'll 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 see if I if I. Um, and yeah. how soon? Uh, oh, someone's just said I'm 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 coming to you in ten minutes to set up your controller. I don't need it. I'm done. I'm fine. <laughs> I am so done. I have had enough of gremlins for one day. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm losing my rep. I'm done but yeah um so yeah so you want to join the police which is beautiful yes. I'm sorry yeah. but how with, with that exam that you're doing when do you know I've got to, let me get back to the microphone when do you know if you don't pass do you have to sort of resit the exam again yeah yeah I've got to wait three months <laughs> So I might be looking for a job. No, you won't, you won't. <laughs> and if you pass the exam, do you get entered straight into the academy, the police academy? Yes, I'm hopefully going to. I'm Because I've got a degree, um, so the police is changing. So they've got the apprenticeship or degree holder. Some, um, like Kent Police Force, for example, they're still doing the traditional route, but Leicester is... Um, is the degree holder yeah so I'm I don't really know I mean the other day I was you know planning because I hadn't heard about the online assessment center for ages so I was like well I'm not gonna be starting till 2022 and yeah. I was going off in my head but yeah. it could be September it could be November December you, but you're you prepared yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's, but, oh, do you know what my fingers are crossed for you days, so. totally crossed <laughs> for you um police force and then so here you are you're now you've come away from the rowing but you're now going to instill it as an ambassador for kickoff yeah which i think is a beautiful thing yes. my mum really hit it on the head the other day because obviously when you retire from sport it's a really weird it's a really weird thing to do especially from so young when you haven't achieved i mean it's, i haven't achieved what i wanted to achieve i wanted to go to the olympics i want to be on this show saying i went to the olympics but but you know you did but, achieve you did achieve well well yeah exactly and you i did. learned so I didn't know I did I really I did actually and I learned so much and I, it was mainly for myself but myself I'm, I've also made you know, friends for life contacts for life and it's a great now that actually I can use this 10 years of half my life of swimming rowing experience to actually do some good and also push she be rowing a bit further yeah push swimming a bit further to yeah. make them realize that they are missing a whole host of people 
who could change the face of British sport. There you go. And it's not just running and it's not just football. It, it's not. I mean? it, it's it's, it's uh, the yeah. weirdest sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love really unique that. sports. Sorry. I don't mm. know many um, fraternities. Every time you look, it's either football, as I said, it's always football. And it's always yeah. either, all right, maybe basketball. Yeah. Netball is sort of like on the up again, even though it's been there yeah. for centuries. But you've got hockey. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a great sport. Yeah, you know. But you just got hockey off. Yeah. <laughs> no, those sticks, right? <laughs> You hit me with oh that. God, like, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm so tall as well. Right. Six never long enough. Not having it. Not having it. I love hockey. Bad idea. Uh, Michael mate, didn't mean it. Yeah. I, I, no, no. Hit me, and, and that, that stick's gonna be. No, I don't promote violence, but <laughs> not having it. <laughs> I'd like to do roller derby though. But no, it's stopping Valerie. This is my. Oh no, uh, my that kids. would be fun. Oh, be We've been thinking about it. roller skating as a house. Oh my God. I'll definitely die. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I really would. I mean, gosh. Oh my god. We've definitely got the same imagination. I'd start going down the M4, I'd get carried away. Yeah. <laughs> I could just see me in a roller derby bag. Nah, me first. I, I do, I love roller skating. Do you know what I mean? So that'd be quite a double good one. But let me bring it back. Michael must be thinking, what the hell's wrong with those two? Um, let's bring back the professionalism police force and everything else that yeah. this is I want to just say to you is that you are going to make a difference you are making a difference because you know that there is a, a big wide divide and as you said earlier there's elitism and then there's noism and it'd be great for you to fill that gap to say look it's, just, it's, sport for it's good. sports yeah you and know, let's not put a tag on it let's yeah. do it if you feel it let's do it um, and change as well. I change my mind the whole time about what yeah. I like doing. Yeah. Obviously, I'll be very stuck to the sports I can do and the yeah. types of training I can do. Yeah. So I just I just do whatever. I mean, this month's training for a half marathon, but last month was cycling, and before that it was CrossFit. So it's just changing your mind, and there's so many things you can do. And what would you, you know? say to the youngsters? Okay, there's people at home, even if it's no, not just the youngsters, but say because in lockdown, I think a lot of people have just found different things in themselves that they wanted to do. And yeah. sometimes I took up art, right? Example. Well, yeah. there you go. But I'm, I'm sure there's people that said, you know what, I've always wanted to row, even if it's just as mm. a, you know, let me see if I can do. It. I mean, look, I, there's no way on this earth I could have thought I would be doing presenting or trying to present <laughs> or, you know, it, it for me, I just gave it a go. Um, well, it's not like... my forte, but I gave it a go. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, um, there are people out there that want to give something a try. What would your motivation to them are? And it doesn't matter about the age. What would it be? Oh, it doesn't. I mean, gosh, put me on the spot there. But I it's, love just, that. it's generally just give it a go because you don't know if you're going to like something or not. You have to try and try everything and mm -hmm. then fail and then try again because th that's what it's all about. Yeah. You have you you have to experience it. And every and every sport, especially, it's more than sport. It's for your mental health, it's physical health, it's fun. You meet friends, you might meet your future employer. You can use it as examples. You know, for the, for the police exam, I'm using my, my sporting stories as one of my answers. It's another way to develop yourself. I love that. And you can do it as a family as well. That, I think that's the best bit, you know, go out on family walks, cycle rides, but for rowing as well. For, I know the show's mainly in London, so go down to the youth rowing club. And they're that's doing when COVID great. Opened, they are really, when it's really, open. Obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Because, yeah. and, you know, I mean, contact Chibi Rowing Start Centre, be like, I want to row and, and get tested. Yeah. But the, the, the London Youth Rowing Club is doing great work. They really are. They've got, um, they're very diverse. They're, they're ahead of the game. They really are doing exceptional. Can well, you point anyone, because I'm, I'm going to wrap this up. So point, if you wanted to, uh, good morning, Blue Diamond. Um, she says, good morning, Randolph Lee. And everybody else, as I said earlier, that's in the chat room. Thank you. You probably missed, um, you know, Georgia and I's conversation, which has just been really thrilling to be quick. You know, talking about, um, you know, she's been a swimmer and making it into the GB start rowing team. Um, and now she's trying to open up the avenues for everybody the diverse cultures um with kickoff at three it's now swim off at three rowing at three to let you know tip off at three uh, kick -off, <laughs> yeah, yeah, tip off at three it's she's an ambassador for kickoff at three which is a, an academy that has very 
uh, run by Michael Wallace and Ashley Levian. And they have some wonderful ambassadors. Georgia Martin is one of them. You've also got, is it um, Sabrina Bakari, who's a runner? Yeah. You've also got um, uh, Lexi. Yeah, Lexi, who, Lexi Burberry, who should be on. She's a, a female. Yeah, Serena. Yeah, Serena. There's yeah. so many fabulous women. And not just we've got Liz, yeah, Liz Mead. Um, and that doesn't mean that we've got like Paul Cannaville, who, you know, well, really great to hear that he's feeling better now. Um, and he's got his foundation. Um, uh, what was his name? Marcus. That is just, um, he's just come on board also. He's an ex-footballer. He's come on board. And then you've got, got Yarny Clothing as well. Yarny Clothing. There's so many influential people who have now become ambassadors. And what I love is the fact that they've encompassed sport, music and the police force and various other communities like, you know, my POV, you know, online. They're involved as well. Um, they're interviewing me next week. I have no idea why someone wants to interview me. Well, I, I caught on to her. She wanted to interview me as well. And I was like, are you sure? I can <laughs> send you someone better. <laughs> See, we think alike. We think alike. Oh, my days. We think alike. <laughs> I was like, let me just go through my phone. I can send you someone who's actually got a great story. <laughs> no, I just love, just love hearing about various different people from, you know, across the globe. For me, it's not about colour. What I like is the inclusion of every yeah. colour. That is why I call the show Standing in My Truth. And it means that everybody has a story to tell. And there's always someone looking for advice. There's always something, there's a story in someone's life that could go to someone else's life and help them out. So I'm just giving a synopsis for those who have only just joined us, who've only just got out of their bed at 10 o'clock, because I think that would have been me. <laughs> right, <laughs> and just letting them know who Georgia Martin is, ambassador, uh, GB Star was at GB Star and studying at the moment to go into the police force. She's kick off at three ambassador amongst all the other ambassadors that works at kick off at three. If anybody wanted to get hold of you to talk about the swimming, Georgia, where would your handle be, and could you give them some details? Yeah, so uh, George Martin twenty twenty one is my new Instagram, which is I for the work with Kickoff. Yeah, because I, I, I realized my friends didn't actually sign up for, for this. Yeah. I had some messages being like, "Can you stop doing well, please?" <laughs> I mean, I'm happy for you, but can you? And you make me feel bad. So I was like, "Okay, right." So I put up quite a funny thing. I was like, "Look, I get that not a lot. You didn't choose didn't yeah. choose this. You chose to find <laughs> something else." So I created a new one. So George Martin twenty twenty one, and then. Um, I mean, yeah, georgemartin 0 aolcom is also my, my email, which is yeah, a great way yeah. to get in touch with me. And they can come to you and you can literally explain to them about, you know, as I said, we're trying to take away the, if you want to be elite, let's take away the word elite first, but still have something to be desired. And even if it's just for fun, they're swimming from all ages and you are there to direct them and have these... Um, yeah, and I've just lots of. I've got. There's so many different centres in the UK, and yeah, there's just so many different people. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'd love to, you know, just send people in the right direction. Yeah, and help so, them really. Yeah, we've had people that. Bit of a community mentor. There you go. Someone's just said, you know, definitely each one teaches one. So I, you know, and this is what this is all about. Um, is there anything that you'd like to impart that I haven't asked already? But any wisdom anything you want to share with the audience before we say good morning everyone on their way um what would it be oh i just think you come along <laughs> to the events and have fun but I also just try everything i know but also out of you know out of covid and even now just just try and with sport it's just so important mental health moments really in it at the moment so just try everything and have fun have fun that's the main thing you've got to have fun with it yeah. if you don't enjoy sport you're not going to do it so try what you enjoy Oh, I love that. Try what you enjoy. Doesn't matter that we're in COVID. And I mean, a lot of people have had ups and downs, as we well know. Not everyone has had it that good. Um, and they're trying to keep it together. But I think that, coin that phrase, try and have fun. Try anything. Because there's only one life. We've only got one life to live. And don't be scared to fail with it as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, you fail. So, I, it, 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 nothing's ever a failure I don't see myself that I failed at sport even though I didn't reach the goal yeah you just try and you keep on going and that's that's me that's that's what I'm saying I was like, like I was trying to explain to my my people around <laughs> me when I kind of made the decision I just said look I'm gonna give this a try but at least I tried 
And I just... I look at you now. Yeah, well, this is it. And even if I know that there's parts of it that doesn't work, I can tweak what doesn't work for me and then depart, you know, impart... And that's what we're trying to do with the events as well. We're going to try this We're going to try the right. We're going to try and do it. If it doesn't work, we'll just, you know, have a little cry and then restart. There you go. You just take it exactly georgia thank you for joining me this morning regardless of any um, oh god i keep walking away from the damn microphone um regardless of any gremlins that we had we finally got there in the end i know that everyone can hear because they've been saying so in the chat room so that's absolutely brilliant thank you so much for joining me um, Thank you and I will make sure that you have this and you can share it um, and as a podcast to your people, those who didn't get to catch you. But let us know, let me know when we had the swim off, because obviously Michael let me know as well. But let's please stay in touch. Anything that's been posted, anything that's been new. Also, let me know the good news when you pass, because I know you're going to pass to get into the police force. <laughs> you're going in there and you're going to I make a difference. <laughs> You are going to go in there and you're going to make a difference. And, I, and that's, that's what I'm rooting for you. I am rooting for you. You are good people. Thank you. That's all that people just need to know. Thank yeah. you again. Have a wonderful day. And I'll catch you. I need to start revising. Yeah, well, start, yeah, yeah, start revising. <laughs> what I won't put you on tap and tell you what day is your exam. So I'll speak to you. Oh, off, God. Off it's like the driving test, isn't it? Yeah. You, you're like, you never tell your siblings when your actual test is. Yeah. <laughs> One day you just sit at the table really in a bad mood. Yeah, and they go, oh, she, she failed. Okay, no yeah, problem. Yeah. I won't say, well, don't tell me online. I'll, I'll find out from you and I'll make sure I'll check in on you to see how the yeah, exam goes. Yeah. But I know that we're going to speak to each other in the, when we get out of COVID, when we're able to put all this together, because that will be definitely there with the camera and watching and filming and everything else. That's not going to bypass me because we need to change the narrative. And that's what kick off at three. And you being an ambassador and you as an individual is all about. God bless you. And oh, thank you is. for your time and speak to you. Thank you. Afterwards. Take care. Bye. Bye. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, right. Right, so that's me done. I'm not going to be playing any more music for the day. I've been up from 7 a.m. And I think that this is me done. Um, yes, thank you, Blue Dumb. If you don't try, you never know. And you learn so much along the way. What a great phrase that she has put in. So thank you for joining me. I need to go and get some exercise because all I can see is my double chin on the, on the, on the screen. And um, yes, I'm vain as hell. And I'm going to go and make sure I eat some food and then fall asleep all over again. <laughs> and try and work out why is it that ever since I started doing this music, I'm having gremlins. Maybe society tell me that I should just stick to my normal shows. And that's what I'm going to do. Um, as of the end of March, we are going back to the midday show. And no, there's no music to be had. Um, and it was just, just for the March, February and March that I was doing the breakfast show. And that's me done. No, thank you, Diamond. Honestly, thank you. Um, it, I've tried to run a diverse um, culture of people that come on to the sports show. Next week, Saturday, I have the wonderful former British Olympic light heavyweight, uh, no, no, light middleweight champion, one of the clique of the McKenzie brothers. I have Clinton McKenzie in the house and I'm stoked. I cannot wait to have him on next week saturday morning and then the week after that i actually have another ex-boxer who's now coming out of retirement um and <laughs> this guy is amazing i can't say his, his name but we've known him as rocky and um, he's coming out of retirement he's now been trained by don legendary don davis and richard davis i'm told i can now advertise this he has got a story to tell from the old east end to now he has fought with the most amazing sparred, I should say, and boxed. Um, but his life took a different downturn and he's now got himself back together and he's coming back to tell us a story on the 3rd of April. So that will be the last of the social medias. Thank you to everyone that joined me today in the chat room. Um, and God bless you all. Positive affirmations. Remember, let the sun shine from within, no matter how the day is going outside. Good night. Oh, no. Good morning. Enjoy your day.